Thank you for joining us here at Celebration Church, where we celebrate God, celebrate people, and celebrate life. We hope you enjoy today's message. We take a moment to welcome you, Holy Spirit. You're so present. You're so, you're so welcome. And in the midst of the words, in the midst of the noise, in the midst of what's going on in our world today, you are steadfast. You are consistent. You are unwavering. And God, I ask for people in this room that feel discouraged, for people at home that feel discouraged. that you breathe your refreshment on them, God, that you breathe your encouragement, that you breathe your, your life into their bones, dry and weary bones. I'm just sensing that there's just some dry and weary bones here this morning. And he has everything that you need, everything that you need. Father, I thank you that that you're not swayed by the news of the world, that you're not, you're not startled by different situations, God, but your plan and your will is still the same. Your love and your mission is still the same, that you don't change. And God, I just pray for people in this room, God, for, just, for their hearts to be refreshed, for their hearts to be encouraged, to feel lifed, God, that you would build them up, that you would strengthen. Where there's weariness, God, that you would come in and you would breathe your truth in your life. God, that we would not forget who you are, but we would not forget who we are in you. Thank you, Jesus. And we take a moment as we come around your word. We take a moment to fix our gaze, fix our focus, fix our love and our adoration on you, King Jesus. The beautiful, beautiful one that you are. We love you, God. We love you, God. In Jesus' name. If you feel like you need to keep your eyes closed, you can do that, church. I'm not going to be offended. But I'm just going to talk to you just for a few minutes about this word, refresh. Because that's what we're talked about, that that's what we're going for Um in our miracle offering is to be refreshed. And so obviously we know that whatever we have is what we give out of. And so if we're talking about being in a season of refreshing others, I actually think that there's a moment this morning and maybe it's something that God wants to do throughout our week of actually refreshing you um, and bringing you into a place of refreshment in him because we give out of what we receive. And so this morning, I just want to put that verse just back up on the screen, that refreshing verse. A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. And I'm believing this morning that you will just get such a sense of refreshment. Like I said, this season has been interesting. It has been challenging. It has come up with lots of different things. And you might have found that in this season for your own walk with God, there's been challenges. Um, but at the end of the day, our God is steadfast. Our God does not change. He does not waver. He does not shift. And I actually believe that there's something that 
we need to be reminded of this morning of actually who he is, but who you are in him and who you are to him. Um, if you're new with us, welcome, welcome, welcome. We love you. Um, I have just become a parent. Well, not just three and a half months in, so I feel like it's getting a lot easier. Um, and oh my gosh, can I just say church, if you are a parent in this room, you will understand it. If you're not, you will understand it one day. But I feel like since becoming a mum, my walk with God and my revelation of who he is as my father has just totally changed. And I don't know whether other parents have experienced this when you had kids, but I have, have the privilege of growing up in a, in a Christian home. I've had the privilege of having an incredible mum and dad who, you know, have loved me so well. And I know the love that a father feels because my dad loves me beautifully. So I have always had that relationship where I feel like my relationship with the father, you know, has been quite good, I guess, because, you know, I, it's been modeled to me and I, you know, my, my parents have loved me really well. But I think the degree that a parent feels love for their kids is different. And now becoming a parent, I go, oh my gosh, God, I knew you loved me. I knew that you, you know, doted over me. I knew that you listened to my prayers. But now becoming a mom and realizing how I am with my three-month-old baby who, let's be real, is still pretty much a blob. He's not, he's not really doing much. But the little things that he does do, I'm like, oh, you are the greatest thing in the world. It's like he makes these noises and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's not even words, but I love you. You're trying to talk to me. Like, and as a mom, I look at him and he can goo. He can spit up at me. He can wee on me. By the way, Benaiah got weed on for the first time this week. True parenthood. As he was changing a nappy, it happened. I was like, I feel like you've graduated to another level of parenthood once you've been weed on. Um, but for me, I look at Bear and I think, you know, you are just the most perfect, beautiful thing in the world. There is nothing that you could do that would ever make me love you any less. And I look at him and I, I listen to his goos and I watch him try and hit his little dangling toys. And like I said, everything for me is this amazing feeling of achievement. Oh, you're growing, you're learning. I love you. And then I stop and I think about the father. And oh my gosh, it's going to get me emotional. But I think... I am so imperfect and my love for my son can be full and beautiful, but at the same time, I'm still imperfect. And then I think about the way the father loves us. And I think about the way that he watches over you, the way that he listens to you, the way that he listens to your goos and the way that you try and hit toys when you flower with your arms. And he is so in love with you. And he's so proud of you and his attention is so on you and for you. And I think that as a parent, I have experienced this whole new love for the father because I'm like, oh man, the way that I love my son is so small in comparison to the way that you love me, God. And yet, for some reason, we put these expectations on ourselves and we put these pressures on ourselves and we say, oh, I can't spend time with God because I've done this or I haven't read my Bible for ages, so I feel guilty if now I come to him. And we have these moments of isolating ourselves or pulling back or putting all these bigger expectations on ourselves to perform or to do something or to be perfect. And Father God is standing there going, you've got it so wrong. <laughs> 
I just want to love you. Just come and talk to me. Just come and spend time with me. And this morning, I want to speak that over us afresh. The Father's heart to refresh you because we're talking about refreshing but we have to first be refreshed in his love before we can step out and refresh others and i get the sense this morning that some of us have forgotten some of us have forgotten our sonship our sonship when it comes to us and the father you know that says that there is nothing nothing and you've got to like imagine this for a second absolutely nothing that can separate you from his love. Let that drop, let that sink, because if you're a Christian, you've heard it a thousand times and you go, yeah, okay, but nothing. Your father God adores you, dotes over you, listens to your goose and is proud of you. And there is nothing that you can do that can separate you from his love. He is always going to be there with open arms. He's always going to run to you. He's always going to want to hold you. He's always going to listen to what you have to say. There is nothing and we forget it. We get busy. We get caught up. We get in, the, in our heads sometimes. Sometimes we're so critical on ourselves and we're so judgmental of ourselves that we get in our heads sometimes. And God's just like, you've got it wrong. I just want to be with you. I just want to refresh you. I just want to spend time with you. And if we go to Isaiah 40, which we've heard before, I'm sure. I don't have it on the screen. I'm so sorry. Isaiah 40, 28. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, he does not become weary or tired. His understanding is inscrutable. He gives strength to the weary and to him who lacks might, he increases power. Though youths grow weary and tired and vigorous men stumble badly, yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. They will mount up on wings like eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. I pray this morning that you are refreshed, but you are refreshed knowing that when you wait on the Lord, when you wait with your Father, when you lean in to His presence, when you lean into His might, that He sustains you, that He revives you, that He lifts you up, you can feel weary. It's okay. You can feel discouraged. That's normal. You can go through seasons where you're struggling. He understands that. But when you have those moments of leaning into him and it's leaning into a power that it doesn't expect anything from you. I love that. I love that as a father, he just wants you to come. He wants you to come. He wants you to sit. He'll deal with your mess. He'll deal with your sin. He'll deal with the stuff that needs to be dealt with. But ultimately, you don't have to do or be or say or be anything to come into his presence. He welcomes you in. And I love that, that it says that those who wait will regain new strength. It's not an old strength. It's not a strength that you've experienced before. It's new. It's fresh. It's refreshing. We're talking about refreshing. <laughs> Be refreshed. So it is that new strength, that sense of, I've got this, God. I can do it. And I love that it says the feeling of 
rising up on wings like eagles. You're going to run and not get tired. You're going to walk and not become weary. In this season, some of you might have become weary. Some of you might have become faint when we don't have the regular meeting together or even just because it's something different and there's, you know, lots of news coming out. Sometimes we can feel weary in ourselves, but when you wait and when you rest and when you lean into him, he's got it for you and he's got it for you with just nothing, no, no attachments, just to refresh you, just to life you, just to rise you up on wings of eagles is so beautiful. I love that. I love that so much. And Zephaniah 3.17, I don't have a lot to share. This is just, it's all kind of a little bit higgledy-piggledy, but that's okay. Um, but Zephaniah 3.17, again, I don't have it on the screen. I'm so sorry. Um, but it says, the Lord your God is with you. He is with you, firstly. You're not alone. You're not isolated. You're not by yourself. The Lord your God is with you. In Jesus' name, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. Like I talked about with me, with my son. He takes great delight in you. Every single time you smile, every single time you come to him, every single time you try and communicate with him, he takes great delight in you. Just you. Doesn't have to be anything that you're doing. Doesn't have to be anything that you've achieved. Just you as his son, as his daughter. Don't forget your, your role in the kingdom. You're not a slave this morning. Someone needs to hear that. You're not a slave. You are a son. You have sonship on you in Jesus' name. And when he comes to you, when you come to him, he takes great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you. I love this. But will rejoice over you with singing. Your God, the king of the universe, the creator of heaven and earth, the one that breathes galaxies and microscopic atoms into existence, he sings over you. Oh, my heart. Isn't that just the most beautiful picture? The all-powerful, all-knowing, majestic creator who, if he wanted to, could just flick us out of existence. He stops and he sings over you. Ah, oh, let your heart rejoice in that. Let your heart be reminded and reflect on that fact. You are loved beyond comprehension. You are known beyond anything. But at the same time, your God stops and he sings and he loves over you. Not because he has to, but because he wants to. And this morning, we're going to take a moment and the beautiful worship team are going to be that voice of heaven over us. But some of us in this place, we need to be reminded this morning. You need to be reminded and you need to be refreshed of your role and your status in the, in the heavens, in the kingdom. You are a son, you are a daughter, and your father in heaven wants to refresh you this morning so that you can then refresh others, so that we can be a well. Some of us, our wells have maybe been clogged up. Some of you maybe haven't had a lot of water flowing through your wells lately. Some of you, maybe you're flourishing and you're great, but just to have that extra taste is still good. <laughs> I'm never going to say no to being refreshed by him. So this morning, 
I know it's not, it's not a lot, but just to remind you, I love that. I love the fact that Father God, and I watch Benaiah with Bear, and I just think, my gosh, again, he is imperfect, and his love will sometimes probably be conditional. And I think the way that he loves our son is such a small reflection on the way that the Father loves us. But for you to be reminded about that this morning, that you are loved, that you are valued, that you are his son, you are his daughter. And let's just take a moment to actually allow yourself to be refreshed. Because sometimes as well, we have this high and mighty thought in our head of, oh no, but I'm already a Christian. I, I have to give and I have to serve. And, I have, and yes, yes, that's all great. But there's still beauty in the moments of stopping and allowing yourself to be loved by your Father in Jesus' name. So can we just close our eyes? I'm just going to pray for us. And the worship team is just going to worship over us. And again, I have to remind us, if you can refrain from singing, that would be awesome. <laughs> Allow the worship team to sing over you in Jesus' name. So Father, again, we just come before you, God. And I thank you for that beautiful image of you coming like a mighty warrior of rejoicing over us with song. And I pray, Holy Spirit, for any heart in this place or any heart at home that is struggling to receive that love, that is struggling to receive that song. We just speak your truth in Jesus' name. God, and I pray for open hearts. I pray for open spirits. I pray for open minds right now to receive your love again, to receive your refreshing again to be reminded that they are your son and they are your daughter and that you are their father. And I pray that in this moment, God, that you just love on us. You just love on us the best way that you can and the only, the only way that really matters in all of this, God, is your love. So I just pray for that, God. I pray for refreshing right now to fall in Jesus' name as we just wait on you and listen to your beautiful song over us this morning. Thank you, Jesus. We hope you were encouraged by today's message. If you would like to know more about our church, please go to celebrationchurch.com.au.